Looking forward to Test cricket continuing. We didn't have high hopes for Pakistan, did we, uh, at the outset? And uh, in the end, they had opportunities. They, they brought some pluck, some spirit to the recent three-match series. And now it's the West Indies' turn for the Frank Worrell Trophy. Thanks, Brendan Julian. Uh, with uh, that starting Wednesday week in Adelaide and, of course, the other test happening in Brisbane. Joining our grandstand commentary team, as he does uh, for, for such matters, will be former captain of the West Indies, Carl Hooper. Carl, uh, appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for joining me. Um, so, I guess in a in a brief sort of snapshot, they've named a 15-man squad, seven uncapped players. Craig Brathwaite is still captain, but uh, as I sort of look down here, no Jason Holder, a former skipper. He's um, prioritising the UAE International League T20, which is happening at the same time. Um, and uh, there's also uh, Cole Mayers, who's, who's done some good things in recent years. He's not part of that squad either. Um, just give us your, I guess, your overarching thought on this West Indies squad and, and the series coming up. Well, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough tour for, for West Indies. Um, I mean, they were here not less, what, about 12 months ago? Mm. Last summer. Um, it was tough then, and they had um, you know, the likes of Jason Holder, you know, Kyle Mears was out here, um, Shamara Brooks, the vice-captain, um, uh, Name loads me at a minute. He was here anyway. So twelve months later, you know, you've gone for you've got seven, as you just mentioned, seven on cap players, um, and it's just uh, you know it's a tough tour for young players to, to to come to. I mean, Australia, you know, they're playing some fabulous Test cricket. Um, Star Cummins and, and Hazelwood, along with the Lions, are re- relentless. So. There'll be a thorough examinations, but look, I think it's a great opportunity for some of these young players to to introduce themselves to the Australian cricket public, and, and let's hope for a good two-match series. Uh, yeah, so Jermaine Blackwood was the vice-captain you were referring yeah, to right. from, from last year. So Alzari yes. Joseph is vice-captain this time around. There's no Jaden Seals. He's got a shoulder got injury. A so there's a few there's a few names missing, but I mean I guess it all plays out, Carl, um, uh, with that sort of uh, much much bigger picture thing of the future of Test cricket, and uh, you know having having seen the Pakistan players come and, and play with a bit of freedom. I mean they they weren't up to it against Australia by and large, but they had opportunities and and, and did push Australia in those those marquee tests in in Melbourne and and Sydney to some extent as well. Seeing that these nations outside of, you know, just England and India who give us these 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 classic test series can push Australia and I hope that we'll talk bigger picture stuff in just a moment, but I hope that there is an appetite for for these young West Indies players to really embrace their test career and 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 turn this uh, this combined team of nations into a force as it was many many years ago. Yes, well, um, on the last tour we we unearthed a young Chanderpaul, Tejanuri Chanderpaul, yep. who I think acquitted himself very well um, out here. Um, of course, we've got uh, the captain Brathwaite up top, who I think scored a hundred in Perth. Um, a couple of names to look out for on this trip, though. Um, there is Gugadish Moti. He's a left-arm orthodox spinner. He's from my neck of the woods. He's from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really keen to see how he goes here. He's a very, very good bowler, very good control, spins the ball. So he should enjoy um, bowling here in, in Australia. Um, young Alec Atenez. Um, he had high praises from one of our legends, Brian Lara. Um, so I'm keen to see how he goes. 
um, another kid, uh, Kathleen Hodge. He spent quite a few a number of years over here um, in South Australia playing district cricket. So he's back on, on these on these shores with a with a with a you know with a test team. Um, so you know I'm keen to see how these these blokes uh, yeah you know quit themselves. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But look, um, like I said, at the end of the day, um, we want some some good spirited um, you know hard cricket. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you spoke about the, I mean, they're only here last summer. So for those that don't understand why this is the case that the Western Indies are coming back, it's because it's a, it's a new cycle in the, the World Test Championship. So essentially we start that sort of that, that four-year cycle again and they finished off the previous cycle in Australia and, uh, and they're going to play, uh, well, not in Australia, but of course last, our, our last summer here and now they're, they're playing again so soon in the, the new cycle. And that you said that last year, they didn't have a recognised spinner. So you're hoping that they'll at least learn from that and, and they can sort of uh, find that positive in, in Adelaide and Brisbane. Not necessarily renowned. I mean, Adelaide probably can offer something to the to the spinners if, if the deck starts to break down a bit, but um, yeah. uh, hoping that they can uh, at least uh, put some of those uh, names forward. Well, yes. I mean, the, the test match that they, um, I think when they came from Perth, I think the attack was a bit depleted. We had um, young Jaden Seals breaking down in, in, mm. in Perth. Uh, I think Roach also broke down and then they had to fly out uh, a young fast bowler by the name of Finley here who made his debut and he was on the park after arriving I think just over 24 hours I mean he didn't even last it he didn't last the first session and then I think I was going crazy because we then had a wicketkeeper batsman and Devin Thomas bowling <laughs> bowling in the second session on the first day of a test match yeah with somebody like Moti he's used to bowling long spells so I think that he will be able to give uh, Braffway the control because I reckon he'll have a lot of overs to bowl. Um, hopefully not too much, um, but you know if they, if 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 Smith and Co do get away, you know um, he can at least uh, establish some sort of control. Um, you know, bowling 25, 30 overs in the day because he doesn't go for much, as I said. And, you know, he's a good bowler. He spins the ball and he gets wickets, which is important. Yeah, so we'll see who supports Kemar Roach and Alzari mm-hmm. Joseph in that West Indies bowling attack. As you say, Moti, one of those names. Um, yeah. I mentioned a few of those other ones. So they've um, they've got um, the uncapped players uh, is uh, a batter, Zachary McCaskey. Wicket keeper behind Josh De Silva is uh, Tevin Imlach. Uh, Imlach, uh, all-rounders, Justin Greaves. Kevin Hodge, am I saying that right? And Kevin yes, right. Sinclair, as well yeah. as uh, Akeem Jordan and Shamar Joseph. Shamar so we'll Joseph. see. Yeah, that's that, those are the guys we don't know. Um, oh, yeah. we're, we're hoping as well. So the, the white ball games that follow afterwards, because they'll play three ODIs and three T20s, it seems that Jason Holder will be available for that, as well as Cole Mayers, uh, Shea Hope, Nick Poran. Some names we do know from playing shorter formats, but the test team is quite uh, inexperienced. Just on the, the test form, so since last summer's Frank Roll Trophy, they played six tests. There was a 1-0 result in two tests against Zimbabwe, which was a winning result for, for the West Indies. South Africa then beat them 2-0 off the back of that. And then uh, the West Indies hosted two tests against India in July, in which um, one match was drawn, but the first of those was a loss by an innings and 141 runs. So... It will be it will be challenging uh, to say the least against an Australian team with some guys that haven't been in the best of form and they'll be keen to, to take their opportunity as well. Well, yes, I mean we saw in the last series, I think uh, who was it, Labuschagne, big mm. hundred up in Perth. Um, 
it'll be looking to continue. I think the Australian side, there's been huge debate about who's now is going to step into the Warner showstop. But I think it's a perfect opportunity for them to, you know, go for a specialized opener. Um, but I see there's no shortage of candidates sort of putting their hands up to Stephen Smith has said, I, I don't mind opening the batting. Mm. Um, so let's see what happens there. But, you know, um, obviously you would have probably thought, you would probably think they wouldn't go look past somebody like a Bancroft who's been piling on heaps of runs in state cricket and waiting for the opportunity. So I was going to ask you, Carl, you're, you're a big Cameron Green fan. You always have been. And, and right. the idea of Australia looking towards maybe a non-traditional opener and just trying to find a spot for Cameron Green in that 11, do you think there's a chance that he takes up that spot? I don't like him opening the batting. That's mm. just my opinion. You know, much prefer to see Cameron Green at, you know, six and bowling those short, quick spells um, that we, we've become used to seeing. I mean, obviously now his competition is, is Mitch Marsh. Um, Mitch Marsh has had a fantastic last sort of six, eight months after, you know, he drafted in the Ashes, scored 100, and has just carried on in the summer here. So um, that's probably his competition. I wouldn't like to see Cameron Green opening the batting, but who knows? I think if the opportunity presents itself, he'll grab it. Uh, speaking with Carl Hooper, former West Indies captain, legendary all-rounder with us on Grandstand. He'll be joining our Grandstand commentary team for that two-test series, which starts in Adelaide uh, Wednesday week. Uh, so just on that West Indies squad, so there's a total of uh, 231 tests of experience, although all but 15 of those come from just four players, which is Captain Craig Brathwaite, Kemar Roach, the veteran fast bowler, uh, the newly appointed vice-captain Alzari Joseph, and uh, and Josh De Silva, the, uh, the wicketkeeper, uh, as I mentioned. And then you've got the next most experienced is Tajanarayan Chanderpaul, who was obviously the, the big positive the last time, uh, the last series that, that these teams uh, played. So, um, yeah, so hopefully he can uh, and capitalise. When, when you two are placed for the second time, you've, you've, got, you've been around the mountain once before, so maybe, you can, uh, maybe he'll take something out of this second tour as well for, uh, for uh, Ch- Tajanarayan. Yeah, it's been, uh, well, it should be better prepared. Um, you know, it was a huge step up. Um, because he's, he made his debut actually the last time yep. recently stored here. But actually since then, he's probably gone off the ball a little bit. Um, you know, uh, you know, he acquitted himself very well when, when he was out here, but since then he's really struggled. But I think it's all part of learning test cricket. Um, actually, I saw him about I saw him about an hour ago. I was actually, um, we had a training session with the, with the strikers this morning. Then I popped across to Carol Walton here, one of the local grounds. <laughs> And um, just to say hello to the boys, and he was there, but he was in good spirits, and I think he's looking forward to the challenge again, you know. Um, like I said, you know, he's better prepared, and he knows that the surfaces here will be good to bat on. So, you know, I'm sure he's looking forward to come the 17th to going out there and, mm-hmm. and you know, try to set out a good platform with himself and his captain. I was wondering if you'd seen the boys or if you were going out there on Wednesday to see that game at Karen Rolton Oval, a three-day match against the CA11. Um, yes. So uh, I know they always appreciate your presence, um, having done the tour game in Canberra last year with you, Carl. It was um, always great to see. They, they hold you in very high uh, reverence indeed, um, as they should. Um, Jason Holder denies he's turning his back on Test cricket by missing this tour, but it does speak to, a, I guess, a growing attitude uh, that players have around the opportunities in franchise cricket and, and doing the right thing for them. He describes it as being the right cricket decision uh, for him at this time. Uh, hasn't retired from Test cricket, but making himself unavailable for this tour. Do you expect we'll see Jason Holder, the former captain, back in that Test team at any stage? 
Well, I think the next tour after this is uh, next no, this summer. Um, I think there's a tour to England, so I expect him to be back in the in the Test squad. Um, a bit of a shame that uh, he couldn't come out. Not only Jason Holder, but um, you would. Shay Hope has been playing yeah. really, really well. I actually spent the winter with the boys. Um, we had uh, we had the qualifiers in Zimbabwe. Then we had um, we had a series against England in the Caribbean and England, right? And and yep. Shay Hope has been he's been playing really, really well. And I just hoped that he might have made this trip um, because we know he's a very, very good player, and um, he certainly would have challenged for that sort of <clears throat> number four slot. And who knows, maybe even sort of. We could keep him slot because he's a very good government also. Um, just probably would have strengthened the batting a bit. But um, he's in high demand now, and I think he's going somewhere else to play a bit of white ball cricket. Yep. Which is, um, I want to say it's understandable. Yeah. Speaking of, of white ball cricket, Carl, as far as the overall interest in the sport in the Caribbean, uh, they're going to host the World Cup along with the USA uh, in uh, what around uh, July, August. Are you hoping that the World Cup will spark some more interest in the in the game there in the West Indies? Well, yes. I mean, the, the support for the white ball game in the Caribbean is good, especially T20. I mean, when there's the CPL on, yeah. you get you know you get full you know full grounds and the stadium is full. I mean, during the we played uh, uh, three ODIs and, and five T20s against India, and the grounds were full. So that game is supported, but it's just the test cricket that's the issue. Um, I think we need to bring back people through the gates um, to support us with the test cricket. And um, winning some games would help. Winning some series would help. So let's hope that um, this 2024 is the start of a good year for, for West Indies test cricket team. Carl, certainly right. I hope it's been a good year for you so far as well. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll hear from you again on the Grandstand Airwaves soon. Looking forward to it.